Our subject this morning is from Romans chapter 7. It's the second half of the chapter and we've headed it, the conflict of two natures. I think if you read in the NIV um, from chapter verse 7 on, it talks about it, the heading it's given is a struggling with sin. I think what you have heard last week was a little bit about the law of God and the difficulty in understanding how the law of God came in all its power and its might and how it revealed sin. And I think, you know, this Paul here in his chapter is focusing very much on the struggle that we have over our sin. We have to look at the law of God, it was sometimes known as the law of Moses, as something which is beautiful, it's holy, it's perfect, it's come from God, it's the voice of God, but it's something that we struggle with. The children of Israel struggled with it. When they got it and they looked at it and they sought to follow these laws, and they were so numerous, but the Ten Commandments particularly. Even when the Lord Jesus Christ narrowed it down to two of them. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul, your mind and your strength. And then the second one, to love your neighbour as yourself. We can't do it. And I think Paul is bringing us to a point here where he's looking at the law and he's saying the law reveals something and it's perfection. That when you study the law and you want to follow the law and you want to be well-pleasing to God in obedience and what the law produced was the fact, the revelation of the sin in us. Because we can't do it. We can't follow the law. The law, thou shalt not lust or covet, is a very clear indication of how impossible it is for us to live a sinless life. Even if you were to be a bit like a monk or a nun and separate yourself from the world and cause yourself to be shut away from the world you still couldn't keep the law let's just read uh, the section together it's um it's from verse 14 romans 7 14 we're going to we're, we're switching now because where we had looked at in the early part of the chapter uh, it's not when Paul was saying it's what, not just what I have done, we're moving on to what I am as a human. So in the, we're looking at what in the, uh, Paul was looking at what he had done or what the human actions were. Now we're going to be looking at what we actually are before God. So verse 14, we know that the law is spiritual but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. 
I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. I know that nothing good lives in me. That is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For what I do is not the good I want to do, no, the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now if I do not do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it's a sin living in me that does it. So I find this law at work when I want to do good. Evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within my members. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law but in the sinful nature a slave to the law of sin. It sounds sometimes a lot more complicated than it is. The two natures that we have in us we know that we have a body of sin. We know that because we can see evidence of it. The body that is getting the aches and the pains and the struggle and the suffering. We know from our, and Paul is highlighting it here and we can relate to it, the struggle we have daily with sin. That we who are born again, we are a new a new man, a new woman, a new person in Christ Jesus. But that does not stop us sinning. Because we're born in sin. And our bodies, our flesh, our, our man, our humanity is sinful. But our spirit is renewed. And we have been born again. But Paul is highlighting here the difficulty of living a Christian life, the difficulty of how to handle and deal with sin. And he makes it so clear here, doesn't he? I'm struggling. I know the law. I love the law. It's God's word. God is telling me, thou shalt not, you shouldn't do that. I want you to be perfect. I want you to be sinless. And we struggle with it. And as we, the more we try, and the more we look at the law, and study the law, the more you realise, I can't do it. I cannot stop sinning. And it depresses you. And there's so many people today who would call themselves Christians, maybe are Christians, and they love God, and they want to please him, and be obedient to him. 
and not to sin. And so they struggle with it. And every time they fail, they get depressed. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt that I can't stop sinning? We're not talking about the, the great big evil things that <laughs> you would be um, cast in prison for. We're talking about the sins of, sins of the mind and the thoughts and the things that nag away at us that we keep putting aside and that we get pray before the Lord saying, I'm sorry. Every day we have to pray to ask for the forgiveness of sins. Why? Because we sin every day. But Paul was saying, well, what do we do about it? How do we deal with this? Because if we don't really sort this out properly, we're going to get depressed. We're going to be so low and we might even just give up. What's the point? And as Paul came, came to the point when he said, oh, wretched man, am I. Paul, when you read about Paul, was one of the greatest men in the scriptures. He was one of the greatest men that God ever raised up to be used. He certainly was a sinner until he was called on the road to Damascus. After that, even after that, he classified himself as a wretched man. So it's no wonder that we struggle. It's no wonder that we in today's society, constantly come up against this brick wall. And like Paul, we say, oh, wretched person that I am. I've sinned again. I've had these thoughts. I've struggled. And Lord, what can I do? Wretched. And the answer comes through, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God for the Lord Jesus Christ. So, Paul is telling us that we need to appreciate and understand our powerlessness against sin. And that's what the law was there designed to do. To realise that we are absolutely powerless against it. Sin is so strong in us. Sin is so strong in this world. It is so powerful that left to our own devices, there is nothing we could do about it. There is nothing we can do about sin. It's in us. The Lord Jesus Christ, when he came to this earth, he came in a human body. But he was sinless. And he went to the cross sinless. And he offered himself to his God and Father as a, an offering, as a sacrifice, as sinless. And he died in that body. And he rose again. And he rose in newness of life. We have been crucified with him. And so our sins are dealt with in Christ Jesus. And we are raised to walk a new life. It doesn't mean that we stop sinning. What it means is that our inner being, our soul, is eternal now. Because it's in Christ Jesus that we have a future, an eternity. But our body, which is sinful, 
will die and it will go to dust or the Lord Jesus Christ will come again and it says the dead in Christ shall rise and what will rise is the sinful body but it will change and it will change because of Christ because of what he did at Calvary and because he's coming again and he's coming for us to give us eternal life but the old body will rise and it will be transformed it will no longer be a sinful body and those we who are alive will be transformed as we meet him in the air that's the two natures that we've got the sinful nature that has was dealt with by Christ but we have got to live with it and the struggle that we have is what God is saying to us through the law is recognize the perfection of God that is in the law and study it look at the perfection of Christ who was the only man who ever lived the law in its entirety and its imperfection look at him and recognize that you and I cannot achieve perfection and one of the reasons they were born in sin <laughs> so you, you have no a bad start <clears throat> but even if you weren't born in sin sin is just is in us sin is there around us Satan is all-powerful we could not live a life that's sinless and the problem then is you have no part with God God who is perfect God who is sinless who hates sin how can a sinful man or a sinful person ever have access to God there is no way and the, the law he said well if you keep the law then you'll have access to me but he couldn't keep the law and sacrifice after sacrifice was offered up by the people of Israel and it never took away sin it still remained until thanks be to God thanks be to God for Jesus Jesus Christ our Lord who came and went to Calvary and took our sin and dealt with it but the point and the important point that Paul is making here is that we have to recognize our powerlessness don't struggle <coughs> don't strive to be sinless it has to be only through Jesus Christ so what does that look like then how do we live our lives as sinful people who have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as our Saviour who have been given eternity how do we live our lives if we're sinful we recognize that we can't stop sinning and we come to God through Jesus Christ and we recognize that we are sinless in him and although we sin and although we sorrow about the fact that we sin we rejoice in the knowledge it's been dealt with we rejoice in the knowledge that although we sin God will not remember it 
it's been put away it's been dealt with but we need to empty ourselves because if we continue to strive to be sinless if we continue to strive to be good that without Christ then we're going to fail miserably we're going to get upset and we're going to be realizing again and again our powerlessness our helplessness and it's it's to draw us to Christ that's what the law was there we should love the law look at the law and keep it the best you can and to follow it because it's from God it's holy and it's something that God wants us to strive after but recognize that you'll not get perfection in following the law recognize you have to be recognizing you come to Christ so then I myself in my mind am a slave we have to recognize that Paul recognized that he was a slave he's a slave to God's law because you've got to strive to look at that law and to see the perfection of God but he's also in the sinful nature a slave to the law of sin and that again just shows he recognized his powerlessness he recognized his inadequacy and what does he do oh wretched man that I am and uh, I've just got to go into the beginning of chapter 8 just for the first verse therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus and that's what we cling on to and the, the Paul is putting forward the important aspect that we need Christ we need Christ Jesus in our lives and he is our power he is the one that we follow and he is our perfection and as we strive in this world don't try to do it on your own you have to do it in Christ Jesus he's conquered sin he has overcome it and he is our power and in him in Christ Jesus we come to God in Christ Jesus we have eternal life in Christ Jesus we are acceptable to God and he is our perfection and so we don't boast in our ability to do anything we boast in what we do in Christ Jesus and there's a very vast difference because he is perfect and we are perfect in him and therefore we have the future to look forward to because of Christ Jesus in the meantime we have to serve him because we love the law we love the word of God we want to be obedient to him but he knows it's a struggle and you won't do it on your own you need to as a, a person who is born again a person who has accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your saviour and you recognise that Jesus took your sin he dealt with it therefore you have to live through him you have to live in him you have to love him and recognize that all any power and any understanding of God and any worship of God to God can only come through Jesus Christ shall we pray